0: Hello everybody, welcome back to 9 to 9. We're continuing to talk about the altar. I should probably bring this mic next to me. Okay, you should, we're in chapter 27 of Shemot. You should make the altar of acacia wood, five cubits long and five cubits wide. I'm just gonna say mizbech instead of Acacia because I don't know how to say that. No wait. Mizbech atze. Sitim. Um, five cubits long, and five cubits wide. The altar should be square and its height should be 3 cubits. You should make protrusions on its four corners. This protrusions should be from the same single piece of wood. You should coat it with copper. You should make it make for it pots to remove its ashes, shovels, sacrificial basins, flush hooks and fire pans. You should make all its utensils from copper. You should make for it a lattice of copper netting and you should make on the netting four copper rings on its four ends. You should place it, the lattice, beneath the decorative border of the altar downwards. The lattice should extend downwards until the middle of the altar. You should make the poles of the altar poles of acacia wood sitim you should coat them with copper its poles should be inserted into the rings and the poles should be on both sides of the altar when it is carried you should make it the altar hollows out of panels Just as you were shown in the mountain, so should they do. Now, the courtyard and the tabernacle. You should make the courtyard of the tabernacle as follows. On the southern side, there should be perforated curtains for the courtyard of twisted linen, 100 cubits long on one side. It should have 20 pillars and 20 sockets of copper. The hooks of the pillars and their belts should be of silver. So too the length of the northern side curtain, 100 cubits long, 20 pillars and 20 sockets from them made of copper, the hooks of the pillars and their silver belts. For the width of the court. Courtyard On the western side, curtain 50 cubits long, 10 pillars and 10 sockets for that. The width of the courtyard on the eastern side, 50 cubits, consisting of an entrance of 20 cubits and 15 cubits shoulder curtain on each side. The curtains on one shoulder should be 15 cubits with three pillars and three sockets. On the second shoulder, there should be 15 curtains with three pillars and three sockets. At the entrance of the courtyard should be a professionally woven tapestry of 20 cubits made of turquoise, purple, and crimson wool thread twisted with linen threads. The tapestry should be supported by four pillars and sockets. All the pillars around the courtyard, including the east and west side, should have silver bands, silver hooks, and copper sockets. The length of the courtyard should be 100 cubits and the width 50. The space within the cour- courtyards of the east of the sanctuary is 50 by 50 cubits. The height of the curtain should be 5 cubits made of twisted fine linen, and their sockets should be of copper. All the equipment used to assemble and dismantle this, this the, the tabernacle for all its service and all its pegs used to tie the currents to the ground. And all the pegs on the courtyard should be made of copper. This is not the end of the chapter, but we did finish polish at, um And now, continuing in Tetzaveh, um, they're going to talk about the oil for the candelabrum. And you should command the children of Israel that they should bring to you clear olive oil, crushed for lighting to ignite the lamp until it burns continuously. In the tent of meeting, outside the partition that is in front of the ark of testimony, Aaron and his son should arrange that it has sufficient oil to burn from evening to morning before God. This is an eternal law for the children of Israel. That is the end of the chapter, but let's just look at something right here. When the Jews sinned with the golden calf, Moshe exclaimed to God, What if he would not forgive the Jewish people, then, please erase me from your book, the Torah, which you have written. There is a principle that the request of a saintly person tzaddik is always fulfilled unconditionally, regardless of any clauses that the tzaddik himself may attach to the request. In our case, even though the Jewish people were ultimately pardoned by Hashem, Moshe's request to be erased from the Torah still had to be fulfilled, in some way, for this reason, reason Moses' name is not mentioned in this entire Torah portion, this one Tetzaveh, so that in a subtle way, it could be said that he was erased from the Torah. Therefore, this portion begins, and you should command avoiding any reference to Moshe's name directly. Clear olive oil. The olive oil had to be pure and free of sediment. The olives themselves had to be pure. If they were decayed or partially eaten by birds, they could not be used for oil production. Wow, very interesting. Olive oil crushed for lighting. The children of Israel are compared to an olive oil, since olive oil is produced only when the olive is crushed and the children of Israel reveal their innermost and strongest values when they are crushed with suffering. Well, that's sad that we have to get there, like that way. (laughs) Also, oil does not mix with other liquids. It always remains on top. (laughs) Haha, we're on top. Okay, now I like this analogy. We're on top of the world. Throughout history, it had been astonishing that, despite their hardships, Israel had remained above its tormentors, neither intermingling with them nor intimidating their way of life. Huh. They should bring to you. Normally, when the Torah issues a command, about the construction of the tabernacle and its contents, we find that the expression you should make is used here. However, this would be inappropriate, since the Jewish people would not have had any fresh olives with them in the desert from which olive oil could be produced. So how could they be told to make olive oil? Rather, the command to donate olive oil must have been fulfilled using olive oil which the Jewish people already had with them, oil which they took out of Egypt. Therefore, the verse says, they should bring to you clear olive oil, since it was the existing olive oil that needed to be collected and passed before Moshe for inspection to see if it was the sufficient quality. Some questions about... Hmm. Why does the Torah pay so much attention to the details of the tabernacle? Yeah, because it, uh, yeah, (laughs) I really want a deep, good answer for this one. Do you have a special area in your home devoted to heightened spirituality? Hmm? I mean, that's why there's temples and schools, no? What resources have you devoted to your inner sanctuary? That is the end of chapter twenty-seven. Thank you for listening. Yashaku. Waiting for my husband to look at me. <laughs>